0: Hi! Hi! How are you?
1: I'm good, how are you?
2: I am
0: fantastic. I was literally just sitting here chuckling reading your Reductress headlines on your website.
1: No way. That's really nice of you. Oh my god, it's so good to see your face.
0: It is so good to see your face. I What the fuck? You've always been so hot, but you have gotten very, very hot.
1: (laughs) Well, I put lipstick on for this pod record because I said, Uh. why not? Oh my God. I have a really messy kitchen behind me. Sh- I'm so sorry. Should I, um, you should go. Well, bl- I should, go. You should and go. Should I blur my, um, no, girl. okay, well we can, you know what, maybe we can talk about it.
0: We can if talk can, about if it.
1: If you want to talk about like, if it's, I don't want your video quality to be bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, most guests have been respectful enough to like have a clean background, but it's fine that you did this.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm gone. I miss <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much Maria. I am so happy to see you and were you just at the Emmys?
1: Um I was at the Emmys last um, last August.
0: That's right. So, Emmys of the summertime. Where were you yeah. just?
1: Um so I was just at the WGA awards which was very very fun and I went I went to glam I decided to go real glam.
0: You looked fine.
1: Oh my God. Thank you. I like, I mean, the, the WGA, I'm glad that I have one under my belt because, and I, I mean, I hope I go to more. You could kind of do like whatever you want fashion wise there. I feel like. like you can take swings, you can go full glam, you can go like fun pantsuit. It's like anything goes, which was great.
0: Where did you get your dress from?
1: Um, My coworker picked it out. She's really, really good at shopping for like formal or for shopping in general, but she's really good at shopping formal wear. And um, her name is Takara Mollard. You guys should follow her. I love her on socials. Um, she's brilliant and she's amazing at shopping. So she was shopping, she sent me this link and she was like, Hey, I think this would look really good on you. And I was like, Oh, I never wear purple, but okay. And I tried it on and I was like, She was right, she knows what she's talking about.
0: I mean, I- so I've said, I don't know if you've listened to any of the past episodes and I've said it accidentally, but I, I call you Maria Randanzo. That is <laughs> what I call you.
1: A lot of people do that.
0: Really? Is yeah. it because of that show that you did?
1: Um, It was like a dance class. Yeah.
0: A dance class. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. I think people just kind of remember me that way from what I like to call the good old days.
0: The good old days. I mean, now you're just slumming it going to award shows and stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but how, how are you doing
0: I'm great I, I I mean I'm like I'm coming out of <laughs> I, I myself and only me I'm coming out of a three-year slump um <laughs> it's been like I, I talk about this a little bit at, at some point who knows but I have to feel like magic where I live and I feel magic in Chicago yeah you know I don't necessarily mean like fire and brimstone although um, but I just feel happier. Even if I don't leave my house at all, I just feel happy. So I'm just so thrilled to be here.
1: <laughs> That's the best. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. A really good friend of mine, descri- his name's Oliver, and may- maybe he'll listen to this and he'll know I'm quoting him. Um, he He describes it as like different cities have different vibrations. Yeah. And he's like, whatever city's vibration just like clicks with you is like, you know helps him decide where he's gonna live like mm-hmm. he visits new york all the time and he's like i love new york he comes here for shows he like comes here and has a great time but he lives in chicago and he's like i love new york he's like but the vibration here is just like too it i, I think he said it's like too much for him mm-hmm. or it just doesn't click with him he's like chicago is just like more my face and I i mean i totally get that and chicago in particular though i do think is I just, I feel very lucky to have extremely fond memories of Chicago. I feel like that's where I like grew up and became an adult. Right. You are a part of me- many of those
0: memories. Uh, well, I mean, right back at you, kid. I mean, I mean, it really was sort of the good old days. Like I went to IO a couple of times recently since it's reopened. You know, do you ever watch, say by the bell, the new class?
1: I never watched it, but I know what
0: you're talking about. So but you watch the original one? The original oh, definitely.
1: One? Absolutely. Yes.
0: So like when the new cast would go into that restaurant that they always ate at, it would be like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you- The max? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they would go to the max and then it would be like, what are you doing? Like, It seems weird that you're here, it doesn't match. That's what it feels like when we go now because it's completely redressed and I don't know anybody. So it feels, it makes me think more of our time coming up but it's still fun for sure. But, uh, and I was talking to uh, Molly Jones we went to, we, we were going to, um, the Annoyance on Fridays to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And right. um, we watched the show and obviously there was like a bunch of queer people. And then the show ended and you know, some people left. And I went, was getting to the bar to get some wine if you can believe it. I asked the bartender, I was like, oh, do people usually hang out around after the show? Cause usually after like a drag watch, everyone just leaves. And he's like, yeah, only the performers stay." And I was like, all these people are performers? And it was just a sea of queer people. And it wow. was so cool because I'm not used to seeing that.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, and they they were all beautiful. And then I, <clears throat> I saw the show they were in. Some of them were in. and It was fantastic.
1: Oh, my God. That's so cool. What was the show?
0: It was Baby Wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was so nice to see all these different perspectives all different characters i mean you i feel like you and i we've seen every character there is but then to see this you know totally different i don't know it was really cool
1: that's really really cool
0: so things with but real quick things things are going good
1: yes yeah things are going really good i've been very excited to do this podcast i haven't talked to you in a long time and i'm so i'm so excited that you're doing a podcast I'm just like, so I was like, yes. When I saw your post on Instagram, I was like, people need to hear how funny and smart oh. Tom is. And I, I, I love the subject matter and I love that you're doing, I'm just like so excited that you're doing this as a project and I'm pumped. Thank you.
0: Thank you. That, yeah. that is yeah. so sweet. And I, I'm so very happy to be doing this. And it's um, it's for a long time. I've considered my friendships to be like, these doors that have closed down this really long hallway and then I just look at this hallway and I'm like it's this big scary haunted house of all these doors that I've let close and I'm afraid to walk by any of them and like through this podcast I've been opening the doors and it's like oh there's greatness behind each of these And, and the hallway is like a happy place now. It's very strange to explain but I just sort of assume everybody hates me all the time. So I'm like, you know, it, it's hard to bring this stuff up, but this has been a really great way to like confront some things and also get some really interesting, good advice. <laughs>
1: um, I think that makes perfect sense. I think it's, I think it's a really great move like for you in general to to just be doing this project and like getting your voice out there and yeah. being like your funny witty self, but also like a, a benefit of that, like you said, is like reconnecting with people and talking yeah. to people. And I am just like excited to be on your podcast, but also I'm like the, what is even better to me is that I get to talk to you and like, yeah. you hear what you're doing Yeah, And the, honestly, the hallway thing makes sense, makes complete sense. And I'm really glad to hear that. It's not scary. I'm glad to hear it's not a scary hallway.
0: It in, It scares me when people say like, so what's been up or what have you been up to? And it's like, do you want everything over the past few years? It feels like such a loaded question. Yes, yes. Versus just like, how are you or what are you up to or something. So, and also like my anxiety is always off the charts. So it, this this helps a little bit too. I I feel a lot okay. lighter all the time. What's that? I feel lighter off like, a lot. Because
1: of the that. podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, Tom! That's so amazing.
0: I, I'm I'm thrilled and. I, so I'm trying to do a guest every week, but um, I'll do some by myself. And the next one that I'm going to do by myself is just going to be like about mental health and stuff, because I love it. Your boy is mentally ill.
1: Hey, I fully support you talking about it. You, you not talking about it, you know, however you are navigating what's going on with you and like what your, what your, what your journey is right now. Like, I think that's fantastic and i too am on a mental health journey and i finally i have found like a really great therapist recently and i learned something new about myself um well it's something that i've like kind of like had suspicions that i've had for Mm -hmm. like a very long time and it turns out i was right so i i fit all of the criteria for having obsessive compulsive disorder And I mean, I do, I have like, I, this is honestly the first time I've said it. Like I've told like, uh, there's all these different gradients, all these Mm -hmm. different ways that OCD shows up for people who have it. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, like the hand-washing germ contamination part of it is like, that is an aspect of it, but there's all these other ways that it can show up for people. And you might not know that you have OCD um, because you just might not be aware of the other ways it can kind of manifest in your life it can be like just like like disruptive thoughts or um fear of like harming other people like there's right. all these different so like this world has like opened up for me about like all these ways that i've been affected by this and i have probably had it since i was a teenager but um i just share all this to be like i'm with you i think it's amazing to talk about it yeah. and <clears throat> like i'm gonna check out your episode when you drop it and yeah i mean we all have our we all have our things right
0: yeah and so i mean congratulations on finding that out and and learning that about yourself especially if you've had it since a teenager i'm sure you just think all the time like I, this could be fixed or better or something yeah. wrong with you or something but when that's not necessarily true once you find out what exactly is going on and how to yes operate.
1: absolutely like um There's a big part of me right now that wants to like pause the video and go and clean up like my (laughs) dishes, and I'm also like these these Christmas cards shouldn't be in the back. I should take these off, but I'm like, you know what? Tom said it's fine. I'm gonna like fine.
0: It's totally fine. If any, your house looks amazing. Mine looks like someone's attic. I mean, no, it
1: doesn't. No, it doesn't. But um, anyways, I think that's really cool, and like I'm excited for like all the different ways you said that the episodes are gonna. Take shape yeah. that you're doing. I think it's great that you're not like you're not limiting yourself, you know, to it being like one thing. That's yeah, great. no, I
0: uh, everything that I've like read or watched or listened to about like starting a podcast or whatever, they're, they're like take a niche, like go really small and take your yeah. niche, carve out your world. And I've been like, okay, I'm not gonna do that. I, <laughs> um,
2: I mean, there
1: are no rules.
0: There are no rules except for the hundreds of uh, content creators who have created rules about how to do it. Well, um, they
1: like because they're gonna profit off of it.
0: Yeah, true. And are going
1: to write a book, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I have tens of views, or listen. so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what part of uh, Chicago are you in?
0: So I'm still a Lakeview boy. I'm, I'm right at, I'm really close to Belmont and Southport. Uh-huh. And I've been here for about two years. I just, this is my hood. And I walk by your old place all the time.
1: Um. Yeah, wait, which old place? The one, the one
0: above on the Clark? sandwich place.
1: Oh, yeah, the one on Clark. Yeah, Clarkson, um Oakdale I think it was yeah it was wild living above that deli uh,
0: I imagine so but also your apartment was super cute too like that's not always
1: it was a good spot it yeah was there with my um one of my best friends from college Bianca and yes. we had a great old time there
0: I met her once I think
1: oh yeah I'm sure you did yeah. she she came around
0: yeah <laughs> she was she, she came around there sometimes um, and how long have you been in New York now? And where in New York are you?
1: Okay, I'm reporting live from Brooklyn. Um, I live in Brooklyn. I live in the Clinton Hill neighborhood. Wait, oh. doesn't Becca Tobble live in Brooklyn now?
0: Yes, she does. So does Andy Junk. I yeah. just
1: saw Andy Junk. You did? Yeah, uh-huh. I see him around a bunch. Like, we do shows at the same oh. improv theater and stuff. And do you know what part of Brooklyn Tobble's in?
0: She told me, but... I barely know places in Chicago.
1: Okay, Becca Tobble, if you're... You mean New York?
0: She is definitely living in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know where. She's in Brooklyn somewhere.
1: Um, I, Becca, Becca tobble if you're listening, um, please imme- stop, literally stop every single thing that you're doing right now. and Then immediately send us a DM and tell us where you're at. But anyways, yeah. I'm in Brooklyn and I have been... So I moved to New York in the fall of 2018. And then... I had like a year and a half where I was like, yes, the city is my oyster. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. I love New York, like LFG. And that was about early 2020. I was feeling that way. Oh, no. Yeah. And then we all know what happened then. And then pandemic happened. And then I had, that was my buzzer. I'm not expecting anyone. And I'm just going to let that go.
0: Oh, okay. I do that too.
1: I think sometimes people do that to just get entrance to the building you exactly. know
0: like
1: they're trying to get a hold of somebody but nobody's home over here no
0: Never. and sometimes my neighbor knocks on my door and I I'm, I, I'm not here even if like the tv or whatever's on I'm like I, I who does that you, you <laughs> freak I can't I can't answer that door
1: that's even worse than making a phone call
0: I know I know
1: it's really persistent hang on let me just check my phone and make sure like nobody's
0: oh you know what it's probably the flowers i had delivered to you <laughs> how would i do that
1: <laughs> but you just deliver like a huge gift basket to all of your guests
0: yeah 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 i told them to just send it to brooklyn and they said they knew where to, where you were
1: <laughs> maria in brooklyn there's there's only about well, just a couple
0: just one or two <laughs> so, at yeah. most
1: so yeah anyway uh, and i i was in cleveland during the pandemic for like a year And so I had to leave. I was very sad about that, but it was good to be home. I was, I was very fortunate to be in a situation where I could like move home and be with family and be supported. Absolutely. Um, And then I moved back here in 2021. And um, you know, people ask me oftentimes how long have you been in New York and I just refuse to do the math. And so I tell them that whole story.
0: Great. I think the answer is like four years. (laughs) (laughs) Four or five years. (laughs) The pandemic time people have spent away from like their home state doesn't count I, well i went to new jersey for a little bit you think i'm ever going to claim that in my timeline no
1: Wait, where are you from jersey
0: yes ma'am mm-hmm.
1: okay what part
0: from southern new jersey uh outside of philadelphia which has very low vibrations <laughs> so i've been told so i've been okay
1: saying. i i i like i like new jersey a lot i want to go and spend more time there i actually just started um i just started watching the sopranos you did. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I watched it this time last year, um, for the first time.
1: What did it feel like as somebody from New Jersey watching it?
0: Like I was looking out a window, um, but th- that was more North Jersey. I'm more Southern New Jersey, so it's not as it's not as stereotypical where I'm from. There's, a, there's more beaches and farms, but it's still pretty spot. Okay. Up. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, I mean, I feel you on the stereotype. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't want to make a stereotypical comment about New Jersey or its people. As somebody, I'm it. not from New Jersey. However, I am an Italian American, and there are some reflections going on. <laughs> like, it's very triggering for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, triggering is a good word. Triggering, is yeah. A good
1: word. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I when I saw when I saw Silver Linings Playbook, yeah, I had to hit pause a few times because I was like, this is hitting close to home.
1: Is it that takes place in Philly or Jersey? Philly. Okay, but you're really close to Philly. You said we're
0: 20 minutes away. Like, oh yeah, we're when you like drive down the main drag of where I live, you can see the Walt Whitman Bridge, which which goes to Philly, and it's it's okay. very close. Yeah.
1: Okay, great. Yeah.
0: And so you're familiar with Wawa.
1: I am familiar with Wawa.
0: Honestly, I don't know that I would ever move back to New Jersey, but Wawa is number 1 on my list of reasons why.
1: Yes, many people from cuz it's a just general east coast thing, right? Or just yeah, New Jersey. Yeah.
0: No, it's um it's I forget the story, but like the owners of Wawa like made a pact with some other thing that's like they won't expand too far west or south so it's just like a very tri-state area type thing
1: i love that there are no wawas in new york city
0: that's rude
1: or you know what i i can't say that with confidence i can just say i have never walked by a wawa in new york city
0: i don't think there is one I, i i think it really is like philadelphia or pennsylvania new jersey maybe delaware i don't i don't know
1: yeah, maybe. And people love it because it's like a mini grocery slash convenience slash like fast food place.
0: Wow. Um,
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Do you want to hurt? Should I go? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, maybe if you didn't have all those dishes back there, that wouldn't have hurt so much. <laughs> uh,
1: I am no. drinking wine, by the way. i I said I'm not going to talk to Tom Gunn without our signature cocktail.
0: (laughs) Not our signature cocktail, exactly. Yeah, I can't be expected to talk to folks uh, without wine. Oh, you know what? Did you ever see? Did you ever watch uh, Scandal?
1: Um, No, but I do know that Kerry Washington famously drinks wine in Scandal. Oh, is that the Scandal glass?
0: Yeah, they sell them at Crate and Barrel, and it's uh, it's like $12, and you know my bougie ass ran right on out and got one and then broke it because it's extremely fragile and then had to go get another. Come on, I'm a pretentious guy. I got to have something that's like that.
1: That would be really fun to smash. I know you don't want to hear that, but it looks like kind of the perfect wine glass to grab and just...
0: I mean, I've done it probably four or five times. I've broken so many of these glasses.
1: On accident.
0: Sure. No,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just to clarify, these these dishes are clean. My dishwasher broke. (laughs) And so these have been set out here to dry. And I would like to take the rest of this podcast to talk about my my dishes.
0: Please, please. No, no, no. It's an issue that no one in America is talking about. (laughs)
1: um i I just wanted to clarify that for you in case you were wondering
0: i look i don't have a dishwasher and even when i do the dishes are not being done in a timely fashion so now it's it's a problem and sometimes i have a couple friends who live by and they'll be like oh i'm on my way over and i'm like fuck like i've had to take them and hide them in my guest bedroom
1: i think everybody's done shit like that
0: well I think it also paints a pretty uh, clear picture of why I'm (laughs) single and hosting a podcast about dating advice because I need it.
1: I just wanted to tell you that once, very recently, I had guests come and stay in my apartment and I grabbed a huge pile of mail and I dumped it in a bag and the bag's hanging in one of my closets. So like, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Like everybody's done shit like that.
0: Uh, so you do you still like being in New York?
1: Yes, I do. I do. I do love being in New York. It's so much fun. Um, I miss Chicago. It's very different than Chicago to me. I miss Chicago a lot. Um, I think Chicago is just like a more livable city. And I mean, just also getting around Chicago is easier. I used to think it was really hard to go from Lakeview to Logan Square. I don't think that anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. How long is your commute to work?
1: Very quick. I um, It's about 25 minutes, 25, 30. Yeah, so okay. I, did, I did that on purpose though.
0: Okay. So <clears throat> to take it back to the beginning of this call, I was on your website,
1: Oh.
0: You write for the reductress? You still write for the reductress? Reductress.
1: Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I have been a contributor for Reductress and I haven't written anything for them in a little while, but you know, I'm still on their email list and that makes me feel really good. You
0: you absolutely should because you've written such headlines as <laughs> why I stopped texting yay and started texting. It is with blithe spirit. I receive this news. <laughs> How to make your friends C-section about you.
1: It, you can do it. It's easier than you think. ask all my friends who have recently had c-sections
0: oh i could think of a few reasons right now how to make it about me your friends (laughs) c-sections uh fall fashion slouchy sweater slouchy boots slouchy labia
1: you never know i've (laughs) never
0: tried it priest absolutely slays homily
1: you know when a priest slays a homily everyone feels it
0: (laughs) and he just swings that myrrh around afterwards and (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then I think the one I was laughing at was these little garbanzo these little garbanzo garban, these little <laughs> I don't know how to say that word these, these little beans are my best friends
1: <laughs> can I say the word
0: yes garbanzo garbanzo
1: garbanzo I, I wrote that one in the middle of the pandemic <laughs>
0: Are my best friends. These little garbanzo beans are my best friends. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank
2: you for
0: <laughs> Oh my God. Of course. Like just absolutely unreal. I bought stamps. Like just the reductress is is so your voice, you know. It's,
1: oh, thank you.
0: Yeah, um, of course.
1: I really like them. I've liked them for a long time, but when I moved to New York, I did that. They offer um, they offer like satire writing workshops. Do it's they really? Of- yeah, yeah, they do. And they offer them remote too. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, I, especially, I mean, since the pandemic, I, I bet you they do oh, um, a yeah. the workshop by them and it was really, really helpful. And their stuff makes me laugh all the time. Like the, there are contributors for redactors that absolutely kill me. Um, And I love their stuff. So thank you for doing that.
0: No, oh of course goodness. it's so, when I saw the first thing, it's just, it's so you're, It's just so your voice, it's your tone, it's your brand of comedy. Um, Do they also offer uh, headshots, like the one they took of you in your bio? (laughs) (laughs)
1: They don't offer headshots. That was me probably, I think I'm maybe third grade in that one.
0: I'd say about nine. You got to be about nine here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stunner. (laughs) Absolutely stunner.
1: I remember that headband really hurting my head. Really? it's yeah, the same, like-
0: That and your dress are the same color as your lipstick. It's like the same shade of red. Oh, ooh.
1: Thanks for noticing. Synergy.
0: That. Something I've learned about myself while doing this show is I love the words um,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: <laughs> and uh huh. I say um so often that when I'm editing it, I can see an um coming. I know what it looks like. In the, the like
1: wavelength thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I can see an um coming. That's how much I say it. So I cut them all out.
1: Um. Oh. 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 There's another one for you. I think that's really normal. Like everybody does that. And
0: yeah, I I know. A
1: lot. I say like all the time.
0: Like. Are. You know, actually, I've been thinking about this because I've now. you're the fifth or sixth person I've spoken to who's a Chicago comedian. And then I've listened to our voices. I think it's sort of ingrained in us. We say like a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also remember as a teenager being reprimanded for saying like, yeah. Um, like my parents would be like, <laughs> my parents would say, you, you're, you say like a lot, try to say it less. And I remember being very self-aware of it when I was a teen and now I'm just that's that's my signature. That's my line. That's something I say. And if you don't like it, you can you and my parents can go talk behind my back.
0: <laughs> if you don't like it, then you can <laughs> I had a public speaking class in college. Our teacher made us give a speech. And anytime somebody said uh or um, everyone in the class threw paper at them. I don't Jesus know that it worked.
1: What kind of paper? Like balled up like Yeah,
0: it's like a balled up paper let's chuck that's, it
1: out that's abuse
0: hmm <laughs> I got an A
1: <laughs> that's good I also took a public speaking class in college it was my like first it was my freshman I remember it was my first class of college really? so it was like Monday morning 8am or something yeah
0: that, that first class is always at 8am no matter yeah. what your class is it's always at 8
1: because you're getting screwed if you're a freshman you're getting the 8am classes True. Um. yeah Mine, it, was,
0: mine was an 8.30 a.m. English course in a room where they came in to tell us that there was no uh, AC in that room. But there would be heat when it got colder. And then it got colder and they were like, actually, there's no heat.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait, where'd you go to school?
0: Columbia College, Chicago.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad about that room.
0: It's okay. I mean... You know, it was character building. I also like later on that day had to roll. Uh, I had to act like I was a a dead bug for an acting class. So it's like there.
1: Okay.
0: You, you take what you can get.
1: Sure, understood.
0: Mm-hmm. understood. Where did you go to school?
1: Loyola Chicago. Oh
0: yes, that's right. You're right looking, up, Chicago. right
1: up the Lakeshore Drive.
0: I want to talk about. So okay, the 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 sort of oh you know what actually even more so. Hi, welcome to Romcom Tom. Uh <laughs> I'm your host Tom Gone with a very special guest, Maria Randazzo if you hadn't guessed by now.
2: Hello. Uh
0: and the point of the show is really like I I'm someone who should not be giving relationship advice, but I'm going to do it anyway, and I want to hear stories that are are good or bad or weird, and because I'm such a optimistic pessimist I have to find a reason that these things have happened so that I can learn and move on to something else um because I can't imagine that just these weird things just happen and then that's it it has to there has to be a reason for it sure yes so that's why I want to know about all the crazy ass shit that you've done and I've done let's do it do you have something off the top of your head I can I can lead us in if you need a moment
1: do I have, like, uh, in just in, in terms of like relationship advice? And
0: I want to start with like a bad date story or a bad oh,
1: yeah. relationship story. Oh, yeah. I got story. one.
0: Okay. Let's give it to me.
1: It the first one that popped into my head when you talked, when you said bad dates. So i You can unfortunately... change names. What's that?
0: You can change names.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll change names. Okay. Um. Unfortunately, there's been a lot of bad dates. But that's, that's to be, that's part of the, that's part of the game. You know, game. let me just drop a little plug right now, which I totally didn't think I would do, but it just do it, do it. dropped into my mind. So I read, I, this book was recommended to me while I was living in Chicago and I was probably lamenting being single and two people um, who I, uh, who I love and trust recommended this book to me. Uh, It's called if the Buddha dated (laughs) and it's like, (laughs) it's like a, um, it's like a, a, a mindfulness approach to dating. And like the whole thing is like, just be mindful and, and try and be as present as you can and really have a sense of humor about it. And I I think the person who wrote the book makes a lot of other writes a lot of other books about like if the like if the Buddha married, if the Buddha had children, if the Buddha was, you know, searching for a job or something like that. Like, I think that's sort of the framework for all the different sort of life things that the person writes about.
0: Yeah. If Buddha, if Buddha married, if booty got booty, Buddha (laughs) got stuck um, by Charlotte. cannot read that by charlotte castle phd okay
1: okay i'm looking at it right now in my bookshelf. i couldn't remember who wrote it but anyways i i read that book and i i do remember it helping me and it, and it giving me some peace um but did it help with this date i don't know Okay. um so i went on a date uh i was already like dating this person for several months but i was very unhappy and i just think it i that was not registering for me mm-hmm. that i was unhappy so i was just kind of like putting up with bullshit and i i just wasn't aware it wasn't clicking and <clears throat> this is how sort of disengaged i was we were on a date we were at an italian restaurant and i drank a lot i drank more than i should have and i was so drunk that we were like eating dinner and my plate was in front of me with like my pasta on it and i had to go to the bathroom <laughs> so i got up from the table but instead of like pushing myself up like a normal person with yeah. my hand on the table i took my hand and i put it oh. directly into my plate of pasta <laughs> to push myself off the table I was like, I excuse me, I have to use the restroom. Squish into rigatoni. (laughs) What did he say? He was like, (laughs) I don't think he said anything. And then I just had, and then I had a handful of red sauce pasta, just dangling off of my fingertips, and I had to casually wipe that off and head to the bathroom and <sighs> you know, brush it off
0: you washed it off at the table <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like i grabbed a napkin and i
0: well i hope that you were just like staring him dead in the eye just like
1: i, I i'm pretty sure i did that
0: oh my god that is amazing and so this is somebody who had already been dating though
2: yeah yeah okay
0: okay all right well so there's a little more <laughs> a little more familiarity oh my god that is that is good can you please do and I tell this story a lot
2: mm-hmm.
0: a lot can you please tell the story of when you went to Bottle them bodega bottle uh the wine and paint shop
1: Of uh, when I went there
0: yes <laughs> what happened So I'll tell the story that you told me, and (laughs) I love it, is that you went, so there's a place, I think it's called Bottles and Bodega, something like that. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes, it was on like Lincoln.
0: Yes, it was on Lincoln, it's right by my house. Um, Oh, yeah. You had gone with a bunch of girlfriends, and the concept of the place is that you drink, and you also paint, and they give you a subject to paint, and that you, I think, didn't realize that there was painting and you had like pre-gamed on your own so when you got there and you guys were all sitting there and painting you're, you're I remember you said like you were you were drunk you weren't like wasted but you were like drunk and like be like oh okay I have to paint something but the teacher was being really strict and being like Maria use the negative space and oh, like, yeah. bitch I'm trying to sit on this chair like I can't even think about this and just the idea of being drunk and someone yelling at you about your art form—it just it, it tickles me so much.
1: You know, I'm I am having memories of being there, and I, yeah, I think there was instructions, and I know I, I'm pretty sure you're right. I showed up a little tipsy, and I think I just wanted to have a good time. Yeah. The instructor was like, "I'm I, please take this seriously." Like <laughs> everybody was already drinking. It wasn't a sober environment.
0: No it's called bottles yeah not glass and bodega you're drinking lots I have done it since you've done it and uh-huh. I'm also pre-gamed hoping to have that same experience the, <laughs> teacher, the teacher did not care she she did not care at all
1: well it sounds like you got you know the cool teach
0: I mean, I really wanted what the experience you had. I really because also with, I can just imagine your physicality of it all. Like you're, you just are. You're in your body a lot, and it, it's. I could just see it so clearly. It's just such a funny story. Um,
1: the moral of the story is, I was drunk ninety percent of my time in Chicago.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, same really, same. Um, uh, oh my god,
1: have you had? Do you have a really bad date story?
0: yeah <laughs> have a lot of them <laughs> oh god where to start uh you know what i haven't told the story so i will tell this it's a little bit long i'll try to keep it short okay. uh, i was talking to this guy on grinder this was a long time ago for us grinders like it can be like a hookup app but it can also be a dating app it's mm-hmm. you know I, I think most people think Grinders just sex but it's it's whatever you want it to be
1: oh yeah can i just like pause you really quick and yeah. tell you that Um, I got my hair done recently for the award show that I went to, um, like a few weeks ago and this guy came to do my hair and he was uh, amazing an amazing stylist. We've never met before, but he came to my apartment. He did my hair at my apartment. And when he walked in, he was like, this always feels like a grinder hookup at first. Cause like, we've never
0: (laughs) met. Oh my God. Did it? I mean, I
1: don't, I, if I had to guess, yes.
0: I think if you got on grinder, you would be popular.
1: Wait, are there women on Grindr? No. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, there are sometimes. And I heard on a podcast once of like this woman who was on Grindr, and she was talking to some some guy messaged her and was like, What are you doing here? And she was like, Some of these guys are by and I'm trying to pick them up. Uh oh. like, I was like, Yeah, girl. Okay. Hedge those bets. Uh
1: Okay, I hijacked your story about your date.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grinder
1: a while ago.
0: Grinder, a long time ago. Saw this guy, we were talking, and we were like, okay, let's go to dinner. And for a long period of time, cozy noodles and rice would be my first date place. Oh
1: my God, we love cozy. We
0: love cozy. We love it. I mean, you and I have been there
1: Umpteen times.
0: Yeah. It's just one fair. of my one of those places that that, to me, is like the center of the magic, I think. It's just, yep. we're going to go to Cozy because it's cheap. There's large portions. It's close. It's BYOB. Best. Everybody's happy. best. Right.
1: Pure magic, really.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And it's a very kitschy toy decorations. There were like oh, yeah. toy collectors. and It's Thai food. It's great. He lived on my way. So I was like, well, I'll come pick you up uh, on on my walk, which I thought was romantic because I don't think that's really an offer you get very much like on a first date. So, uh, I went to pick him up at his house and he was like, I'm actually not ready yet. Do you want to come up? Uh, I'll just finish getting ready. It'll be five minutes tops. I was like, sure. Not a problem. And he was like, I'll, um, I'm having some wine so you can have some wine too. Obviously I was like, cool, let's go. So we go up to his house, his apartment, and there's just a bunch of boxes all over. It's not like he just moved in so there was the bed, it was, it was a studio and the bed was done, was there and had sheets and everything on it. And there was all the clothes in the closet. A lot of white clothes, by the way, a lot of, just a lot of white clothes.
1: Okay. Interesting. It's odd. It's odd. Hot? Odd. Oh, I you said hot.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? I really like white clothes. I really <laughs> like that Mormon chic. Uh, so, he had a lot of white clothes i remember noticing that and but there was just like boxes somewhere open somewhere and i was like oh how long have you been here and he was like two years
2: mm.
0: so two years okay yeah boxes all over not one or two boxes many lots, boxes.
2: lots. yeah
0: he's like you know what why don't we just have some wine and like watch tv here
2: Ooh. so i
0: figured it was going into like a hookup space so sure. i was like Fine, sure. whatever are he's you like, hungry I'm I'm always hungry, especially for cozy. Yeah. But I figured like, if this was going to be a hookup situation, it would probably be done in like thirty minutes. Okay. Okay. So he's like, "Let's watch a movie." And this is like still around the time where DVDs are are king. We don't have wow streaming okay. as much as we cool. do now. So I was like, "Sure." What 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 movies do you have? And he's like, "So I don't have any movies, but I do have every season of The Simple Life with Paris and Nikki." And I said, "Okay." I just thought that would be a talking point. I didn't know that it would be what we were going to watch. Right. Um, So he said, I have championed Paris since the beginning. I've always known her to be a queen. And, you know, some people go for Brittany. Some people go for Christina, but I have always been with Paris. She is my queen. And I was like, okay, fine. He, He pours me some wine and he pops the DVD in. And I was like, oh, where do we sit? And he's like, oh, we can just sit on my bed. And he takes the sheet and rips it off his bed. So then it's bare bed what yeah and then he's like let's sit on the corner
1: so a mattress
0: just the mattress <laughs>
1: okay
0: took the sheet off the bed so that we could sit on the mattress with our glasses of wine because there was nowhere else to sit
1: okay i'm scared for you at this point but keep going
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so i sit down and i'm watching the the simple life with nikki and paris and then he starts like scooting back towards the back of the bed and i was like okay fine whatever so we yeah. like scoot back and um, so now we're sitting with our backs against the wall on the bed on the mattress, uh-huh. watching the TV. And I noticed, like, you know how when you're watch, you're looking straight ahead, and you can sort of tell someone's like looking at you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm noticing he's looking at me, and not like a, not like one, of, not like a glance. It was full on, staring. At- yeah. And i also watching the TV, and then I turned to him. I was like, "Yes," and he was like, "You are so sexy," and. That was like the biggest red flag because it was like, you can call me a lot of things. You're not calling me sexy. And you're not calling me sexy in this fluorescent light. So, you don't
1: want to be called sexy?
0: I just don't think sexy is what I am being called in this situation. You know okay. what I
1: mean? All right. I, got
0: <clears throat> I didn't feel sexy. It wasn't literally, he had like the fluorescent light says his light. There was no sheet on the bed I was sitting on. Um,
2: yes. I, I, was understand.
0: I said, no, thank you. Uh, that, that thank you, but that's not, you know, that's none of my business. If you think I'm sexy. Um, and he continued to watch me and I'm like sipping the wine and, uh, I like looked at him and I was like, mm, and then looked back and like went to sip wine and he came in for a kiss so aggressively that he bit my cheek and What he bit my cheek. I had bite marks. He didn't mean to, I don't think.
1: But who's right. coming for a kiss teeth first?
0: Who's inviting people over to sit on their sheetless bed and watch a DVD of
1: Paris? True, true.
0: So I spilled the wine. Yeah. It was red wine. And he queened out on me. He
2: Queened, queened out?
0: Me. Uh, Flipped out. He okay. Flipped out. Um, <laughs> that might be an old term, but queened out is like, he was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. And he's like, you gotta go, you gotta go. And I was like, not a problem, my man. I gotta like, I wanted to get out of there. And then as soon as I left, he texted me and he was like something to the effect of hope to do it again sometime. What? Yeah.
1: Tom, that is fucking wild.
0: I refer to him as the boy who bit my face.
1: He's he is the face he is the face biter.
0: I, and I'd seen him many times since then. By the way, many He's
1: out and
2: about.
0: He is out and about. I, you know, I get every time I see him, I like look back to see if anyone else has like a contusion on their face. Oh
1: uh, my god!
0: That's that was one of them. That was one.
1: Wow! 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 Yeah. Wow, wow! Wow!
0: Wow! Yeah, and that's not even a bad one. I I don't think mine beats spaghetti though. Yours is much funnier.
1: Oh, I think that they're both. I I think that they hold their own in their own way. <laughs> I think you can compare them.
0: In the different genre of like pasta related comedies and Paris Hilton related. How about this? I've got some advice questions for us.
1: Let's go. Yeah.
0: Some of these are weird.
1: I love weird.
0: Here's the first one. I'm 41 years old and single. I have some colleagues who are a little too concerned about my love life. They regularly ask me who I'm dating and wonder why I'm not married yet. Uh, They're younger. They're much younger. Uh, I feel like I have to answer their questions and defend myself. Thoughts mm. on negotiating, uh, navigating these conversations.
1: Mm. These are um, crowdsourced questions, right? Okay. But this this question like belongs to somebody out there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. These aren't my questions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. First of all, I say fuck your coworkers who are like being intrusive and maybe not reading social cues and like needing to know everything about your life to me that says that they are probably bored like with what's going on in their own life and so they're like prodding Mm -hmm. they're prodding you and like would they like to be put on the spot like that about anything going on in their personal life probably not um I think I think you gotta learn how to read people you know what I mean like this is this is for your coworkers. but like if you're talking to somebody and they're not giving you a whole lot about something that you've asked like it's time to change the subject yeah um if it's really making you uncomfortable to the point where you're like dreading talking to them or just if you are feeling pissed off Brene Brown's popping into my mind and it's like you gotta you unfortunately gotta set those boundaries and you just gotta be like hey like You know, I appreciate that you're interested in in my life outside of work, but these kind of conversations make me a little uncomfortable and I'd like to talk about something else.
0: How do you do that though? Because even though that's so simple, that's like what you said is the simplest thing and that's what you should say. But for some reason, we don't feel comfortable doing that.
1: I know, it's really hard. Boundaries are very hard. They're hard for me. It depends on who I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. Much easier said than done. But I think even if you say it, like, I-, I think if people are open and receptive enough, it does do a lot of work for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If and then if you're, and then you will really get a signal if a person is a jerk, if they are defensive to your request.
0: Exactly right.
1: And it's like, really, that person just doesn't deserve your time because they are on a totally different planet.
0: I think, so I think you've answered it exactly correctly. Thank so you, Tom. Thank you. I'm going to give you what my answer was going to be, which is not right, which is I would have lied to them and told them something really traumatic so that they would never ask me again. Like what? I would say, like, I I was married, but he died.
1: (laughs) You can also do that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, but that's that that's a very 2010 answer, I think. I think the 2023 answer is set a clear boundary. And if they don't like it, then move on her co-workers are really young so they're probably like 24 being like oh this old bitch is alone when 41 is not old no um, and especially not you know that's it, isn't that when like women are in their sexual prime so it's like girl go get yours don't worry about what these people are saying who cares
1: agreed I mean I think like oh I had a really good conversation recently with um one of my other best friends from college about the idea of marriage and like what that can mean in relation to somebody as an individual and how other people perceive that. So like, I'm not married, I'm not engaged. Uh, my best friend just got married. And basically we were talking about people asking you like the collective view, people asking you like, if you're married or if you're seeing someone or if you're engaged or putting pressure on the, the marriage aspect of it all. And my friend was like, it she was like at its core it's it's suggesting that you are not enough as you are or that you're like somehow incomplete Mm -hmm. um and uh and I was like yeah that that is like that is what it is Mm -hmm. you know and I think people like most people mean well blah 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 but like it's a very personal thing for people and everybody has a lot of different emotions about it Yeah, I think that that I was like, oh, I think you hit the nail on the head. And that's like a, you know, it can be a tough pill for I think people to swallow who maybe ask a lot of questions about like, all right, when are you getting married? But it's like it's suggesting that that person in who they are on their own is lacking in some way.
0: That is so astute.
1: That's my friend, not me. She's very astute.
0: Well, your friend's great. But I do feel that way sometimes. I feel like when I'm at a when I'm at a gathering or, uh, like there's a lot of couples and stuff, I do feel incomplete. And I feel, I feel guilty for some reason of like, I'm sorry that I'm standing out this way, which is ridiculous because I also, when I think that stuff, if I don't focus on the thought, then I'll, if I just am thinking it, then it'll just sort of like sit in and and weigh on me. But if I catch myself thinking it, i will be like, no, bitch, that. I I don't care about that. I'm I'm great right now. And yeah. I, I've done this thing for a long time now where I would just sort of pretend to be someone who doesn't care about whatever the thing I'm anxious is. So if I'm at this party and I'm feeling anxious that I'm the only single person, I'm just going to pretend to be someone who doesn't care about that right now. After a while, it's built up to a, an interesting confidence where I can sit there and be like, no, no, I don't need anybody. I'm pretty great. I look good. I'm having fun. I'm great right now. Mm -hmm. And it's a, I don't know, it's a weird thing where by being in denial for a long time, it's turned all the way back around to confidence.
1: That's really cool.
0: I don't know. It might be a weird mental game to play with yourself, but it has worked.
1: Yeah. If it so, are you saying that you sort of like? You kind of trick yourself into thinking that you you are like I'm gonna okay maybe I'm feeling insecure but I'm gonna try and not think about that and I'm gonna enter this different headspace even though yep. it might not feel totally authentic in the moment but then just by being there you're like oh I actually do feel this way
0: yeah it's kind of like a character like literally a character where oh, I went to Vegas uh, this past fall with some friends and everybody all the guys had their shirts off and they all looked amazing. And I was like, I feel like this fat little ball of Play-Doh that just got dropped out of the can. Like, I I don't feel good. And then I was like, no, fuck that. I look fine. I look great. Like, I I can't, I'm just going to be someone who thinks they look great. And, yeah. you know, it, allow, it it's just like, it's just a character. You take on this character and at a certain point, you just don't even think about it anymore to be embarrassed, ashamed, whatever of it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think that it's like, you know, negative talk has like, it's so powerful, like negative self talk, it's so powerful and it can like really take over and,
2: yeah,
1: and, <laughs> and like infect the way that we think about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever way you need to like bushwhack the negative thoughts and get them out of your way and get to a healthier, like, go for it.
2: Yeah, agree.
1: Being a character for however long and then being like, oh, I, However, you arrive at the truth of who you are and the positive, like amazingness that is you. Like, who cares how you get there? You know?
0: Yeah, agreed. It, it kind of feels like a cheat code, but yeah, I'm okay with it.
1: Hundred percent. I think that's amazing.
0: I, I want to ask you a question, but I don't know how to ask it. Well,
1: that's okay. And I, I just, I, mm. I, I wanted to make sure I understood what you meant. That's why I was like kind of repeating it back to you. No, no, no. It's
0: perfect because um, I, I just talk and who knows what I'm saying
1: no 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 i think that's really cool I'm, I'm trying to think of the ways that i like push back negative self-talk um oh because she got lots of it that's um, what i was gonna
0: ask like i i i have a hard time believing that you would have many insecurities because oh, you're gorgeous you're smart you're so funny uh, and you dance like nobody's like nobody watching <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's very kind of you tom um no i <clears throat> Like totally do. Like I absolutely do. I mean, I think I I I hold myself back a lot, and I like judge myself pretty hard. And I mean, like I I hold myself back creatively a lot. I judge my own like material and ideas pretty harshly.
2: Sure.
1: Um. And um. You know, we'll struggle about being like, like you know, like like do I like should I be here? Do I deserve to be here? Um, right. <clears throat> um you know like in and like maybe like a a a space or a show I'm on or something like that um you know just like it's kind of like imposter syndrome you know like you I I definitely have gone through that 100 Mm percent um I I I absolutely do I I'm I guess like you know it it changes like I I, as I different phases of life it, it sort of changes for me like I think when i first moved to new york i was like i don't know i just felt like i had nothing to lose because i was like i'm just here to like let's just like see what happens so i was like fearless with like getting up and doing whatever and like sometimes i would bomb and sometimes i would do well but i remember being like kind of like really big when i like big in terms of what i did and performed and i really liked it but like that that has a little bit gone away for me. And I just, I'm kind of back in a place where I'm like, I think I'm maybe judging myself pretty harshly or like being afraid or something. Right. So it, it ebbs and it flows um, with like circumstances and stakes. And, and I, I guess stuff like that, but I'm trying to think of what I do to like, to, um, to beat it back. Honestly. Okay. So I just had a birthday and um... literally
0: yesterday. Happy birthday.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I'm, I'm just sort of like now it's kind of coming down to time. And I'm like, like, not that I'm old and I'm like, Oh, you know, the clock's ticking, but in a way it is. And I'm just like, all right, like what, like, just go do everything you want. You know what I mean? And like, I have fallen before. And when I fall, like you get back up, Mm -hmm. or like maybe not as bad as you thought, or like you learn, or maybe it is bad. And then you like, Figure it out and move on. Like I don't know. There's just like all these different ways that we all bounce back, but I think it's easy to forget that.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think especially yeah. with, you know, the past couple of years being really uh, rem- remote and
2: yes, clean, oh my god, yeah. it, it, it,
0: there's definitely a lot of backtracking that happens. I wish that there was a way that like you could see yourself. way your friends see you because i feel like what our friends especially like the the folks that we all know everyone's so sweet and nice and supportive and it's like i wish i could see what you guys see because when i'm like looking at myself and not in this character i'm like man what a pile of garbage like what is this but then to have your friends, I, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think my friends are all superheroes. I think they're all like, amazing, gorgeous, smart, funny, driven, great people, and then to hear someone say like, oh, I don't think I'm, you know, I don't think I'm that bitch, it's like, what? How? How do you not see that? Uh, it's it's weird. We should
1: I 100% agree. What's that?
0: We should create a pill to... You
1: should create a pill where you take it and then... Yeah, you see yourself like your friends see you, and this is well the other thing I was gonna say, which is, so I on my birthday I was like, you know, I'm a big Beyonce fan, of course, and on my birthday I was like, okay, I really want to watch the rewatch the um documentary she made, the Homecoming documentary. Have mm-hmm. you seen it?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So I just love watching her like do her thing, be a boss, and just like crush it. It's very inspiring for me, but she sang the song at, at coachella she sang the song be myself and i which is like a really old beyonce song but i think she loves it which is why she sings it all the time but you know one of the lyrics is from now on i'm gonna be my own best friend uh. and it's like it's just like so true you know and like my best friend who i was talking to you about earlier who was like same thing about you know somebody's prodding you about getting married or having a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever they're kind of saying like getting at the fact that you're not enough that that same friend whenever i'm like doing negative self-talk to myself she always says she'll be like why are you being so mean to my friend maria yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah.
1: stop 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 being so mean to my friend Mm -hmm. and so um yeah it's like it really goes back to being like you gotta love yourself you gotta be your own best friend
0: how are you gonna love somebody else if you can't love yourself
1: love yourself
0: um but Adele has a similar lyric where she's like next time uh I'll be my own savior um yeah something on 21 I can't remember exactly but but I love that sort of stuff where it is like you know even Miley Cyrus right now which is going around like I can buy myself flowers and all that stuff and
2: I love that song
0: I do too I didn't realize it was it was the re a rewritten version of the Bruno Mars song
1: what I didn't know that
0: yeah, it's um.
1: Yeah, I know that song. He
0: okay, buys you flowers and hold, uh-huh, something hope like
1: that. Man. Yeah. Oh my God! Did Bruno um, Mars write that song for her? Uh,
0: no, I imagine she probably. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he has a song credit because it's essentially that song. But, but I I thought that original song was so beautiful because I thought it was so touching. The original song is basically like. I, I know I fucked up our relationship and you're with this guy now. So I hope he does all of these amazing things for you that I never did. And I hope you have the great relationship. And that to me is so sweet to be so selfless to be like, I fucked up, but I hope you're still very, very happy with this person. And then to take that and flip it upside down to be like, actually, fuck everybody. I mm-hmm. am good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's just very, it's a very empowering message. I don't know. I feel like I need that a lot. I feel like I need to remind myself I'm okay. I am okay. (laughs) Like I'm not bad. I'm, I'm okay.
2: Yeah.
0: God, I love Beyonce. What did that give you? Like what, what, what did you, what did you walk away from rewatching that with?
1: Okay. So I only watched half because I had to go to bed Sure, sure, sure. I was getting late but trust me it took literally everything within my power to turn it off <laughs> um,
0: um she heard you beyonce come out here I- <laughs> um
1: i i and i'm gonna watch the second half soon i this is the first time i've rewatched it in years oh she just she just does something for me which is like I just, when I see her, I just see this, like, okay, here's what it is. I see, I just see this person who is so confident. Mm -hmm. Just like, like the confidence. Okay. Did you see that one video of her when she performed in Dubai and she was on that like thing that went erased raised up. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. you, You have to go watch this. And for our listeners, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what i'm talking about but for those who don't she's performing a concert in dubai this is recent like a, maybe a month or two ago and um it's this incredible like stage behind her and she gets in this like she goes on this pedestal and she gets like very like surreptitiously like buckled into this thing and then she it's like a it's a part of drunken love and it's like the very uh, end of it when she goes on this like insane vocal run and so the platform starts to like raise all the way up like really high like it like way higher like like probably like not as high as rihanna the super bowl but like very high and there's like fireworks and water like shooting in front of her and i was just like i need to watch this every time i'm feeling like I can't do something or like I fucked up or like I'm low or whatever. So I'm giving you a long answer, but basically what I just, I, when I see her, oh, I see no. someone who's really, really, really confident in herself and what she's doing. And um, a very hardworking person who's invested in herself. And I think has like made a lot of choices throughout her career to like send messages that are like, like she married Jay Z really young. And like I don't know their life. Obviously, I wish I did. I wish I was her.
0: <laughs> I wish I knew.
1: But like she married him really, really young, and uh, not that there's anything wrong with getting married young. But like I just feel like she has constantly through the years sent these messages being like, "Hey, you gotta be your own person. You gotta have your own <laughs> like money. You gotta have your own mm-hmm. um back." And so. I think overall i just see like somebody who is not afraid of their greatness <laughs> that really fires my ass right up
0: <laughs> but yeah they were 26 when when she was 26 when they got married and I, okay
1: way older than i thought i thought she married him at like 20. 26
0: is still feels young to me <laughs> yeah. but she does sing i do i agree with you though her songs are do talk about being really independent her her confidence to me is this sort of quiet confidence which is strange because she has such a powerful voice but to me it's this quiet confidence where when she's in interviews or yeah she doesn't have to do interviews by the way she doesn't have to be a celebrity she is simply you know how sia was like i'm just a voice i don't want to be this person It, it, it feels it feels like she is not a person she's a performer like when she walks on stage she disappears and something about that that quiet confidence of like I don't even need I don't need to advertise this album it'll just be available one day (laughs) or like I don't need to go do an interview to promote this it it, it just will sell totally Uh, and then and then she walks on stage so it's like all of that before she even does anything like she got her fucking hair caught in a fan once and did not stop didn't miss a beat at all yeah Did you see that video?
1: I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how she got out of it. Did they turn the fan off?
0: I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um,
1: Okay, is your, who's your Beyonce? Or is Beyonce your Beyonce?
0: Beyonce is not my Beyonce. And I know that that's, you know, (laughs) forgive me.
1: No, no, no. I I, I I love, no, no, truly, I mean it. I like love hearing about people's who they love like who's their icon who's their person and it does not have to be Beyonce there's many wonderful people to be touched by
0: yeah I would say for a long while it was pink
1: I love Pink. I just literally yesterday I followed pink on Instagram
0: on your birthday yeah does she know does she know it was your birthday (laughs) she should did you tell her
1: (laughs) I sent her a quick DM
0: just quick hey girl it's my BJ um (laughs) I, her lyrics are, I really like a lot of her lyrics. I like um, how, I just like, I like songs that really devastate me. I I like that because I feel, I think that I feel sadness so easily and I feel, I just get low really easily. Uh, I remember reading this thing a long time ago that was like, when you're when you're sad or you're upset or something, it, it it is better to listen to sad music versus happy music. Cause happy music can make you feel bad about not being happy. And that's yeah. not true for everybody, but I do think it's true for me. Yeah. So when I'm feeling a low, I want to feel it. Yeah. And she has just, there's just so many songs of hers that are sad or cutting or who knew sober Just With the guy from Fun. Oh, just give me a little. Just give me a reason. I thought it was just give me a
1: little.
0: Warble, Rabel from uh, Hurts to be Human. That's like 90 days. It's basically like shit. It's uh, comparing a breakup to a detox. Um, Mm. Just beautiful. Rabel, do you know him? His his voice is like, it's literally if a ghost could sing, it would be his voice. Um, It's great. But... Adele has risen in the ranks for me.
1: Adele has risen and it's Easter, baby.
0: It's Easter. It's Easter. But so in her newest album, it's about uh, divorce. Mm-hmm. And she has one song.
1: She, I I love Adele. I don't know too much about her. I don't follow her albums. I don't know anything about her personal. Did she go through a divorce? Sorry, Tom. Sorry. I saw it. I saw it. In- did you go through a
0: divorce? She did, yes. Okay. And Adele is like, it's kind of like Taylor Swift in a way where it's like, you ain't getting away unscathed, whoever the guy is. You're gonna have a song written about you. <laughs> so her song, To Be Loved. oh, listen to it, Maria. She, so what she's saying is like, to be loved and to love at the highest possible level means you have to lose everything that you love. So what she's saying is like, to be the happiest in love, you have to, you can have nothing else. She couldn't do it. She needed everything else. The next line is, let it be known that I will choose to lose. So she's choosing to walk away from this love because she can't give up everything else.
2: She doesn't
0: love him that much. And she said, it's a sacrifice, but I can't live a lie. And then let it be known. Let it be known. That I tried. Oh, and it's just so. And I, I, I want to get a tattoo that just says like, "Let it be known, I tried." Because it's like, yeah, what we were talking about earlier. You might not succeed, but God damn it, let it be known, I tried. Yes. And yes. Just, ugh.
1: Wow! Yes. Wow!
0: I know. Listen to that when it's raining. It's a very good
1: oh, song. it's been like nonstop raining here. Oh really? Yeah, it was oh. raining on yesterday. It's snowing today, but um that song sounds those lyrics are sound gorgeous I mean her lyrics are st- stunning they're just like, they are just like oh straight to the heart
0: yeah but then her happy stuff is super happy so it's like girl I'm I'm getting a bipolar vibe but I like it um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so anyway um that's something with that just really resonated with me she she is my current Beyonce I lo-
1: um yeah I love her I think she's outstanding and I like her personality a lot too.
0: I do too. I love that. She's ratchet. I love it. Okay. Two more questions.
1: Yes. I'm in no hurry.
0: My husband has separation anxiety. How can I get him to stop waking me up to hang out with him whenever he can't sleep? So he wakes up and doesn't like that she's asleep. So wakes him up. He wakes her up.
1: I think that's really rude of the husband. Okay. I, I get. Okay, if it's separation anxiety, that's like he's got to he's got to work on that.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently he thinks it's like cute to be like, "Oh, I don't want to be awake without you."
1: No. I mean, maybe they should sleep in separate beds until he gets this sorted out.
0: Or maybe he should grow the fuck up and be okay with being awake by himself.
1: I, I would be so mad if somebody woke me up like just because they were like I just, like, don't want to be alone right now. Yeah. I I would be like, you're making me a bigger bitch by waking <laughs> Like, I, I am very... If I'm underslept, I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm very sensitive to, like, not getting enough sleep, and the next day I would be, like, a monster. I know. So he's not doing himself any
0: favors. Look, Maria, if we're both single at 45... We're getting married because there's a lot of things that are checking off just right.
2: Let's go. Um,
0: I, 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 same. I'm, I'm such a slut for sleep, and (laughs) if I can't (laughs) get that, it, it makes it makes me mad. Makes me mad. Yeah. I think I would have to say like you need to grow up. Yeah. I understand you. I understand your situation. Here's a picture of me to look at. Here's a video of me. (laughs) I have to sleep.
1: Maybe she should like stuff the bed. Like maybe one night when he falls asleep, she should get out of bed and like stuff the bed with like a, you know, clothes or something.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. Or maybe like a body pillow with her face, like her printed on it.
1: And yeah, but the face just says fuck off.
0: (laughs) Just right on the top. Fuck off. Wonderful. Oh, and they could have like a -A Build-A-Bear thing where like inside of it, if you poke it, she's like, Leave me the fuck alone. You know. Oh,
1: Build-A-Bear. You yeah, know, like build-a-bear.
0: they have little voice things inside?
1: Yeah, I do remember. That was cool. Yeah. I definitely had a high school boyfriend give me a Build-A-Bear.
0: Aw.
1: Not to brag. But...
0: <laughs> that is a brag. Do you still have it? Hell no.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, right. Guy, come on out here. She threw away the Build-A-Bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one, I don't mean to go into such serious territory, but it's a good question. So. I want to make sure I ask it respectfully. Sure. Are my teenage granddaughters being nice to me because they're trying to get their hands on my Beanie Baby collection?
1: (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say no. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Not trying to get into your Beanie Baby collection.
0: She's like going in and she's like, every time they come over, they look at them.
1: Where did you get these questions from?
0: Google. This one's from dig.com slash good question. <laughs> <laughs> should oh how about this one? Should my family continue to withhold the news of my great aunt's death from her sisters after three years of lying?
1: Why are they withholding the news? that one
0: shockingly doesn't have more context.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, everybody should know if somebody dies.
0: Yeah. I think everyone should know if someone dies. Um, I, I want people to know if I die.
1: I would like people to know. This, I'll know,
0: because I'll do it.
1: This is a really morbid question. And honestly, Tom, this is funny, because I think I've had this conversation with you before. Okay. Do you have a person who you be yes. like, look, if I die, you're the person who comes to my apartment and cleans out all my stuff.
0: Yes, I have too. We have <laughs> talked about this.
1: We have talked about this.
0: Yeah. So there is the reason I know we talked about this is because I then referred to this next thing, which is uh, there's an author, she's an essayist, Sloan Crosley, and she has a book called I Was Told There'd Be Cake, uh, mm-hmm. which you should read. She's a New Yorker. it's Very good. And it, it's called The Pony Problem, which is long story short whenever she'd be on a first date with someone, they would, she, at some point she would be like, oh, can I get you anything? And she would say, oh, how about a pony? And then whenever they had the second date, they would always bring her a pony of some sort, like a My Little Pony or a pony figurine or whatever. Um, so then she's collected them all in this bucket under her sink. And she's like, when I die, there's just gonna be these, this bucket of horses that someone's gonna find and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Mine's a little more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> what you know I don't have anything crazy in my house but like I can't imagine my mom looking at a pair of my underwear versus like going through my personal things
1: yeah I don't want I don't want anybody I, I got I honestly I don't have anybody assigned yet I would but do I, it. you'll do it
0: I would absolutely do it
1: you're I, gonna have to make a plane you're gonna have to buy a plane ticket
0: I got miles for days baby
1: Oh my God. Okay. It's settled. Thanks. I will
0: honestly do it. I I prepared my friend. I like I'm like, this is where the stuff is you gotta throw out. This is the stuff you gotta hide. We're ready. I got heat keys hidden. I'm good.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> and I got two people on it.
1: I'll send you a Google Doc later. And... please,
0: I'm serious. I look, I think that we all need to be able to go to bed at night knowing someone will throw away the things we're embarrassed about when we die.
1: I'm so sorry. I think that that is um I think that that's brilliant. I'm so glad that you have a plan in place and I'm so glad you're my person and I'm grateful for that.
0: Very happy to be your person. And, you know, honestly, I'm um, I'm contracting out my services. So if anybody listening- Oh, do
1: I have to pay you?
0: No, no, no. You get a special friends and family discount.
1: Oh my God, thank you so much.
0: Yeah, and also you'll be dead. So there's no way to-
1: But you could charge one of my
0: relatives. I'll probably steal something from your house.
1: <laughs> you can take anything you want.
0: Uh, i'll I'll probably take a couple of things to make it worth my time but i'll definitely make sure to get rid of (laughs) (laughs) everything just send me um yeah google doc and a map if you can i'll
1: send you a google doc i'll send you map i'll hide some keys i don't have a bucket of ponies but i do have like a big bin of wigs (laughs) so
0: (laughs) (laughs) look i'm happy to do with those what you'd like wear them perfect done um, all right, Maria Randanzo, this has been a charm extravaganza.
1: Same, I'm so happy I got to talk uh, you. I know, me too.
0: So, we're, so we must do this more often. We must yeah. speak more. I definitely, going out of my comfort zone of being like, oh, let me text this person. Actually, they probably don't want to hear from me, so I'm not going to do it. So I stepped out of that.
1: Because I was truly so delighted to hear from you.
0: I'm always so delighted. It's again like I, I I feel like everyone is still my friend despite how long it's been since I've spoken to them. So
2: everybody loves you.
0: Everybody loves you. Everybody loves you. And Raymond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is there any final things you want to plug? We got your website, we got the reductress, we got the problem with Jon Stewart, we got
1: Follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Maria Freaking Randazzo. My Twitter is at Maria Randazzo.
0: And which one of them has the video of you dancing like this?
1: Um, my Instagram.
0: Okay. I love that. Is that you doing Little Miss Sunshine?
1: Am I in a white dress? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Uh, no, no. That's just me after two martinis. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it You do it so long.
1: Uh, yeah, I do it really long
0: time i love it it's book i have a bookmark
1: no you don't
0: yes i do <laughs> i love it all right maria thank you again everybody follow maria again on instagram it's maria freaking randazzo and on okay. twitter it's maria randazzo yes great and i'll also link them in the episode
2: perfect
0: yeah well have a wonderful rest of your evening thank you for joining me on a tuesday and happy belated birthday and you you know 24s never look so good
1: Oh my god! Thank you so much. I'm um, such a dream to be on rom com, Tom. I cannot wait for more rom com toms to hit the nation.
0: <laughs> same, 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 same. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay, we quickly came back because uh, there, as we were saying our goodbyes, Maria reminded me of a very. Um, supportive anecdote. Uh, take it away.
1: Um, I One of my uh, favorite memories of um, being in Chicago with Tom was uh, I, I have memories of a New Year's Eve party at your house, Tom. And uh, I was one of the first people to show up. I think I was the only one there. Um, <laughs> rude at this point no rude. i just meant i came early it was a pop-in party it was-,
0: it was eventually a pop-in party yeah
1: it was fun it was also the night i think you wore like your twilight shirt later for jeff the- yeah
0: for jeff murdoch yeah yeah i <laughs> okay, have a picture good. of that
1: <laughs> me too okay <laughs> that's besides the point but um uh, i i showed up early and i was in a dress and i got really dressed up and i was nervous about how i looked and i said to tom i was like do i do I look all right? Like, is the dress and the hair, like, is everything okay? And Tom just stopped and looked at me, and he was like, you do know that I am repulsed by your sex,
0: right? <laughs> and I stand by it.
1: <laughs> well, I'm here to repulse you any day you want.
0: Thank you so much. And actually, Jeff Murdoch is coming on. It will be on the week after you.
1: Oh my God, you have to ask him if he remembers this. This harrowing
0: night. I, I am sure that he does, because didn't we end up going to the frat house.
1: I didn't go, but yeah, y'all did.
0: Yeah, because that was when I was living with Becca. Oh my god, that's right, and that's when somebody poured beer on the TV. Oh, no. Do you remember that?
1: No, but I do remember I yelled at somebody who I was dating at the time, or like we were we were like seeing oh. each other.
0: <laughs> yes. I remember that Um, but at midnight we were all counting down everybody in the house was watching the TV and someone he who shall not be named uh, I'll tell you Um, (laughs) as midnight we, we three two one he poured a beer on my TV
1: that's so fucked up
0: yeah and then he choked somebody on the way out it was very weird
1: Oh my god, I remember that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, goodbye for real now. Have a good night, everyone. Goodbye.
2: ta